Welcome to the Leader Manager Coach Podcast, where we share knowledge, philosophies, wisdom, and insight to help you on your journey in both sport and life. Introducing your host, Rob Riles. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Leader Manager Coach Podcast. Welcome along and um, we're going to fill your boots with tons and tons of great stuff on this episode, I'm absolutely certain. But welcome along if it's your first time, especially a warm welcome to you if uh, you're one of our regular listeners then um, you know, you'll know what it's all about and uh, I'm sure you're not going to be disappointed today. In today's episode what I want to talk about is something that I was inspired by a few weeks ago and the inspiration came from via should i say ryan holiday now i've talked quite a lot about ryan holiday's work and again if you haven't found out about what ryan does what he writes about what he talks about then check him out he's all over youtube he's the author of numerous books at a very young age the obstacle is the way ego is the enemy He's got, uh, he's had a wonderful book out called The Daily Stoic and you'll check him out on YouTube and he is absolutely jam-packed full of wisdom and great stuff and it is something I personally resonate with and I, uh, I'd like to think that some people listening to this would benefit from, from Ryan's work. But Ryan talked about a US, I think it was a, a, an ex-Secretary of Defense who came out with a phrase, something along the lines of, what are your badass rules and what is it you're going to do about them? You know, what are the things, and basically what you're saying is, what are the things that are your absolutes, your fundamental absolutes that no matter what you stick by because they are your values and they are your considered virtues and in no way, shape or form are you prepared to veer off the track from them because they are considered, they are things that have come to you through a lot of contemplative thought and they make up your DNA. And the other day I was reading some of Ryan's work and it was an absolutely fantastic piece of work. And he talked, he, he expanded further on this. Stephen Covey talks about such similar things and in the beginning of his you know, epic book, he, uh, Seven Strategies, he, he talked about the scene where it is your own funeral. And again, that resonates so much with the Stoic philosophy of being aware of your own fate in order to make us lead better and more fruitful lives. And Stephen, talked about what is it that you want or you would like people to say in the eulogy at your funeral? What is it you want them to say about how you lived your life, what you stood for and what it was that you achieved or influenced? And it's a, a blank piece of paper. It's a carte blanche, but it's using the end of your life, the theoretical end of your life, as the beginning of your actual life. Because, you know, essentially, something as simple as this, which probably the massive majority of people 
never, never consider. And yet we are bombarded in, particularly in the PMA industry, the positive mental attitude industry, if you, you know, and you can't really fail to, to have been touched by, by, by things about goal setting and, and knowing what you want and, and, and such things, yet how many of us actually stop and take the time, no matter how long that takes, whether it's days or weeks or months or even years, and I actually think it's an evolutionary process, but it has to start somewhere and probably the vast majority of it can be done quite easily maybe not quite easily but but quite early on um certainly with a number of hours to actually get down and think deeply about what it is that you want and where it is that you want to go you know and to use that method of standing and visualizing and imagining that you're at your own funeral and somebody close to you who loved you dearly and who still loves you dearly is doing the eulogy and talking about you what is it you want them to say and which one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve how many ever however many you like values and principles that you want them to talk about and expand upon about how you lived those values and those virtues it's a great starting point and it's something that I, I strongly recommend you do. And back to the, the, the point of this, this particular episode of the podcast, this is what inspired me again because Ryan talked about, you know, what are your 10 commandments? What are the 10 commandments that you are going to live your life by so that they act as your guiding principle, your lighthouse the thing that guides you along through all the, the daily challenges and uh, the euphoria and everything else, the maelstrom that, that we all experience as part of a human being's journey. And it, again, it's a, it's a fantastic thing. So here we go. I'm going to talk about them and hopefully at the end of it, we'll be able to decide whether they're anything that we should build our own experience on our own life on or whether we should actually you know just choose our own and i think that's a real key point so here you go and as i said before let's make sure that all the credit for this goes to uh, to ryan holiday i'm just passing this kind of stuff on okay number one he talks about is called festina lente festina lente make haste slowly he talks about how we are in an age of everything getting faster and faster and faster and the need for things to be done now and the evidential lack of patience and the lack of mastery of skills because the demand is for now, now, now. Instant access, instant internet, instant meals, instant service, etc., etc. And it's the opposite of that, uh, which is one of the principles that Ryan talks about. We need to have clarity of thought. We need to have patience. And we need to be able to examine things. And all of these processes require an element of time. So let's consider the first principle that Ryan talks about, Festina Lente. 
let's think for 59 minutes about a problem and let's act for one minute. You know, I can hold my hand up and categorically say that I was taught by example and word by my upbringing if I wanted anything to get out there and get it done. And actually, it's not a bad thing. You know, the pendulum that, that sits between sitting there and contemplating for 25 years and getting out there and acting and seeing what the results are, you know, somewhere along that continuum lies the best position. You know, and I'm not saying don't do anything, but I'm also just re rejigging Ryan's words about making haste slowly and using that amazing thing that we've got our brain and our mind to use it in the right way so that we don't just rush into things and don't actually even know why we're doing it and where we end up and what it's all about in the first place. As Stephen Covey again said, no point spending five years thrashing and cutting your way through the densest jungle in the world and then climbing the last tree and surveying the scene and the guy at the top of the ladder who has surveyed the scene shouts down, oh no, it was the wrong jungle. Make sure you are chopping your way on a journey through the right jungle, the jungle that you choose. Make haste slowly, Pestina Lente. Now, let's go to the opposite end of the, the pendulum. Carpe diem, seize the day. Carpe diem, seize the day. You know, this is linked to memento mori. Remember that we're all mortal. We're all gonna be born, we've all been born, and we're all gonna die. We don't know how long it is between A and B, so carpe diem, seize the day make the most of the day you know sometimes i'm spending time with people who use phrases like oh we're killing time you know and it almost mortifies me to hear them say that because we're given such a short little period of time when in fact with that short period of time we can achieve so much and for some reason the 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 passage of time for me has always ticked. I can always hear that clock ticking and I can hear, hear my heart beating and I can hear that time going away and away and away. And one of the things that's always been a challenge for me and an aggravation is whenever I'm in a situation where I'm forced to, to spend time doing something that's not creative or doesn't appear to be on the path. So carpe diem, seize the day, you know, do things that are going to be productive. Do not waste your time, you know. Be aware of how much time you spend on social media, Facebook and uh, LinkedIn or whatever it is, or Twitter, or how many films you watch and how much time do you just spend waiting for it to pass so you can get to the next, the next point that you consider worthy. Just be really, really aware of that. Nobody's telling you how to spend your time, but it's something that I think is of great value. Number three, fast si fasis. Fast si fasis. Do it if you're going to do it. And I think this means what my grandmother used to say, if you're gonna do a job, do it well. If you're gonna clean the bathroom, clean the bathroom. If you're gonna polish your shoes, polish your shoes. If it takes you an extra hour, polish your shoes. As Bill Shankly used to say, when he was a, an apprentice, 
and he was asked to clean the latrines, as he called it, or he was in the army and the, and the forces, and he was asked to do a job. He made sure that his job, his bathroom, his particular sink was the cleanest in the whole place. You know, it's having pride in your work, it's cleaning your boots, it's sweeping the dressing room and doing it properly. You know, the, the example after example, guys, ladies, if we're gonna do something and we're gonna give our valuable time out of our three score years and 10, and it's obviously much more than that generally now, but you know what I'm saying, let's use it properly and let's do a great job so you can stand back. Small is beautiful, you know, a job well done, a small job well done, a small patch of grass that's cut and manicured with a few nice flowers around it is better than 55,000 acres which is completely unkept and uh, rubbish tipped on it and um, burnt and, and all the rest of it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, let, let's, let's concentrate and, and do something small and beautiful rather than just, you know, have something enormous that we're not even taking care of. So if you're gonna do it, do a job, do it properly. And be aware that it's probably gonna take us an awful lot longer than we think in the first place, but hey, so what? That's what life's about. Okay. Next one. Here we go. You're going to test my uh, my Latin here, which I've never never done before. So, quid vis recte factum quam vis humil preclarum, which means whatever is rightly done, however humble, is noble. You know, and Ryan is telling us here again that doing a job well is considered to be. A great thing it's not about the glory it's not about the riches it's not about the badge it's actually just doing the right thing and doing it well again I'll hold my hand up and say that you know that the media and my work and my, my own mind took me on journeys where I was chasing pots of gold and I was chasing external things and I was after appreciation from all the wrong places. I was looking for love in all the wrong places. I was looking for people to tell me I was doing a good job and I was constantly searching and trying to find that thing that would fill me inside. And it was only when I came to the understanding through people sharing works like this that actually this is what I think and feel I'm here to do and it matters not a jot what anybody else says. It matters not a jot what anybody else thinks because this is a considered opinion. I know it's right for me because my source, whatever's inside you, the same thing is inside me, tells us that this is the right thing for us personally. It's not important what anybody else thinks. It's about what you think and to do it well is what gives you that humble, noble feeling of a job well done. And that is what matters at the end of the day. That is what he's saying here. You know, again, it's related to even the, the factors that we've considered before. Be aware of chasing false idols, of things that we think will make us happy, things that we think will fulfill us. Going into shopping malls and filling our baskets, nothing wrong in purchases, nothing wrong in material things. They are part of the world we live in, but be careful and understand what it is and why you're doing everything that you do. 
this is all about helping us to look deeper you know so it's a great one okay quid vis recti factum quam vis humble preclarum whatever is rightly done is noble okay next one semper fidelis i absolutely love this semper fidelis always faithful ryan talks about a great story and he talks about that the end it's the end of world war one and the battle's been won and there's all these tired hungry fatigued soldiers who cannot wait to get home from the front they've survived they've probably lost loved ones and they just want to get home they want to get home to the warmth to the homeland to their wives their girlfriends their mothers their fathers their brothers their sisters etc yet there was one soldier who had a team of horses and this team of horses had been borrowed from a local farmer because they were needed for the war effort and on his own rather than jump on the boat with all his comrades and get home as quickly as possible and just leave behind the carnage of war he endeavored to take this team of horses with all the effort required back and found the farmer from whom they came and returned them and the, f the farmer was obviously shocked and the soldier was six weeks late getting home remember this is in the days there's no mobile phones and there's no communications like we know today and he gets home only to meet with the combined uh, overjoyed and at the same time the overjoyed sentiment and at the same time the wrath of his mother who said where have you been for six weeks i thought that the worst that your life had ended you weren't coming home and here you are six weeks later and nobody understood why he did what he did there was only one person who understood why he did what he did and that was him and why did he do it he did it because to him it was the right thing to do period and he was faithful to his own principles irrelevant of the consequences semper fidelis always faithful as uh, in in ryan's work marcus as marcus aurelius says cold or warm tired or well rested just that you do the right thing the rest does not matter semper fidelis okay next one per angusta ad augusta per angusta ad augusta through difficulties to honors look Jordan Peterson talks about this all the time. Ryan Holiday talks about it all the time. Life is challenging. If you are alive, you are gonna meet what will be perceived in your mind as difficulties, as obstacles, as challenges, as problems. That is it, period. Now, it took me a long time to learn this we might as well accept that that is the way. Ryan has a whole book on it, it's called The Obstacle is the Way. And it is only by our negotiation of these successful obstacles, as we become that fighter in the ring, the one who endures, the one who figures things out, the one who takes punches in the solar plexus, in the face, falls down, 
gets up again, gets bloodied, gets defeated from time to time, isn't victorious every single time, has many, many years. You know, it's all about the hero's journey. It's the same thing. It's the same mantra. It's the hero's journey. You're going to get knocked down. You're going to get bloodied. You're going to get disappointed. You're going to be reviled. People are going to criticize you. People are going to be envious of you. You know, no matter what it is you do, you are going to come, come across the, some, some challenging things in your life. You know, I mean, take this for what it is. But, but, you know, the Stoic philosophy talks about when you go to your child's bedroom in the evening and you kiss them goodnight, just remember that that might be the very last time you ever see them alive because we have absolutely no control over who takes life away. And that's a brutal thought. And nobody's saying to, as Ryan says, to, to focus on the negative. But we have to be aware that life is challenging and it is our negotiation through those obstacles, no matter how torrid they are, that makes us into what we are. Per Angusta, Ad Augusta, through difficulties to honours. And it is only those people who allow themselves to come through and who win through in the end, sometimes just through sheer persistence. You know, I'll hold my hand up and say, the only thing I have to offer, this is me personally, the only thing I have to offer is persistence. You know, people say to me all the time, you know, you've got this, you've got that, you've got the other. Blimey, you know, it's for me, it's just about you get up the next day and you give it another go. You get up the next day and you give it another go and you give it your best shot. And you might take you 10 times as long as the next person. But at the end of the day, if that's all you've got, that's all you've got. But that is honourable, and through that fight, you will get somewhere. Okay, and that—that that is what Ryan is 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 talking about. The Leader Manager Coach Podcast is available via the Leader Manager Coach app. Download it now to access the rich resource of unique, insightful, and educational material to help you on your own journey in football, sport, and life. Leader, manager, coach. For the game, for life. Available now on Google Play and Apple App Store. Next one. This is one of Ryan's great ones. One of he's got one of these he's got a medallion about called Amor Fati. Love your fate. Amor Fati. Love what life throws at you. No matter what life throws at you, love it. Because everything, as he says, is material this is my fate i can either work with this positively or i can bemoan it and spend minutes hours days weeks months even years bemoaning my fate what have i got here what resource can i use what raw material can i have you know i'm fortunate that i come from a place that is famous for the pottery it produces it's produced the most beautiful pottery it's become famous for it that the world's ever known really and um, the symbol of that industry is a master potter and a master potter sits at a revolving wheel with a lump of brown mushy clay and from that clay creates something of beauty. Now, what is it that you're gonna create out of a cold, messy lump of clay? 
Are you going to produce something beautiful? Are you just going to cry about the fact that you've got a cold lump of clay? And there's a great line from Nietzsche, which goes, my formula for greatness in a human being is amor fati. That one wants nothing to be different, not forward, not backward, not in all eternity, not merely bear what is necessary, still less conceal it, but love it. Use it all, find a purpose in it all, find opportunity in everything. Amor fati. Fantastic. Okay, next one. Fatum ingenium est character is fate. Now this one really is vying for favoritism for me. Character is fate. This is in line with the previous one about just doing the right thing. Because if your character is formed, if you have formulated the values and the virtues of what it is you stand for and you have absolute clarity about what you stand for, what you believe in, what you will accept and what you will not, then you have a formed character. And from that, you will forge your life because you will act in accordance with those virtues and those values and think in line with those. And from that, your life will be forged. Character is fate. You know, character is everything. And it, 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 it chooses your destiny. You know, how many of us spend time and have spent time and weeks and months and years of, of, of searching and looking and trying to influence this and improve that and deal with this and all these things are so far out of our control and influence people and, and, and change things and you know one of the great stoic things is dealing understanding what it is that's in our control and understanding what it is that's outside of our control not only does this create tell us and be the difference between being happy and not it, it actually helps us to use our time effectively so that if we put all our time and effort into things that we cannot control we cannot determine the results so our, our efforts are so futile if we put our time and effort into things that we can control we can change something and what we can control is basically within ourselves in our own self and if we determine to spend our time on working on our character and doing the right thing and on the things that we can control we will create the maximum results not only that our life and our journey will be so much more peaceful and so much happier you know ryan talks about um heraclitus who said that character is fate and character is destiny and if you just focus on developing good character, all will be well. And conversely, if you fail to do that, nothing will be. You know, and this leads us on to even more philosophical debate that actually we control absolutely everything that goes on in our life. And it's a, a big question. But if you look deeply into all this, then it tells you that that is the way. You know, 
and uh, Marcus Aurelius is quoted to have been to have said the fruit of life is a good character and as Ryan says the reverse of that is true as well that a good life is the fruit of a good character so remember fatum ingenium est next one semper anticus semper anticus always forward how many of us have been advised and told never to regret you know regret is like playing a stacked deck of cards it's already done it's already sorted out it's done it's gone it's finished you can do nothing about it you know again i'll hold my hand up and say i've spent time concerned about things that went on in the past and, and mistakes and, and errors and ways that should have gone a different way and things i should have done differently and and how many i was reading this morning about people with financial situations who were saying oh i've got this and i've got that and i need to change this and i need to change that nothing is perfect we are all on that path of learning and regret doesn't help us one bit so semper anticus look forward you know the infamous cyclist you know who um was caught cheating lance armstrong um, fell from the great heights of heroism being the greatest cyclist ever found out to be a cheat his podcast i think is called the forward because there is only one way to go and that is forward you cannot change the past no matter what's happened how good we've been how bad we've been our greatest victory is gone the minute it's happened it's finished we move on our greatest defeat at the same time is also gone life is about now move on now move on now move on the journey carries on we have to get up every day until we stop getting up every day but we have to get up and we have to go with the flow and we have to look forward if we look back we are just wasting our time look forward semper anticus okay next one vivere militare est vivere militare est to live is to fight this is again is really similar to uh look life is difficult life is challenging if you want to have a a life of great opulence and luxury and people to look after you and no problem problems then you're gonna be in for a fight anyway because you're going to have to fight to find that kind of place to be in and look none of us want to go out there and create more problems none of us want to go out there and upset people we all want to create great relationships and smooth the path and do whatever we can that's human nature and it should be the way it is it is the way but understanding that to live to be alive is to be in the fight is a great place to start and you set out on a on a journey you're going to start a business or you're going to become a manager or a coach or a great player and you think i'll be there in two years time and in two years time you're further back than you thought you were this is 20 times more difficult than i thought it was understand to live is to fight are you going to carry on are you going to dig in are you going to think more deeply and find a better way but to be in the life is to be in the fight so be very military est it's true and life's going to knock us down so let's just accept that and then we make that decision once we fight that once because how many times do we see people or come across people and we've been there ourselves haven't we when we just keep fighting the same battle again oh i've had a terrible day really you're gonna have a few more let me tell you okay because that is the journey 
There are answers to it. There are solutions to it. Nobody says it's easy. Nobody says life is simple. And we're going to lose people. We're going to lose loved ones. We're going to have tragedies. We're going to have disasters. We're going to lose money. We're going to get cheated on. We're going to have people who are envious of us. All kinds of things are going to happen. And they could happen tomorrow, in the next minute, or in five years' time. But to be alive is to be in the fight. Let's remember that. Next one, Memento Mori. Again, another one of Ryan's. This brings us to the last one. Memento Mori. Remember death. Remember that we're all going to die. None of us are super beings. We're all going to wake up one day and it will be the last day of our life. And that just should inspire us to live the best day that we possibly can every single day, to make the most of every second, to utilize our time and to love everybody as much as we can and to give our very best because we don't know how long we've got left. I think it's just about the ultimate advice, really. But there we go. Those are the 10 things that Ryan talks about as his 10 commandments to inspire us. And at the end of it, he says, look, you know, read and go and find out which are the ones that are your stanchions, which are the ones form the pillars of your foundation that you will build your life on. I don't think there's many questions that are worth pondering more than that. And uh, if you can come up with a sheet of paper with those absolute fundamentals on that represent you, then I think it's an unbelievable start to uh, the next day of your journey. Okay, so there we go. That's Ryan Holiday and his Ten Commandments and his call to find out what it is that you stand for and what you're going to live your life by. And I absolutely love it. All right, I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope you got something out of it. And um, I'm going to leave you with that. So don't forget, to, uh, let me know what you think. www.robrowles.co.uk And um, always happy to, to hear, catch up on, on any of the social media channels. And uh, don't forget that this episode, again, is sponsored by Expert Apps who are the phenomenal creators of 21st century tech for influencers and leaders and people who have many followers and want to help them on their own journeys. Check them out, www.expertapps.online. All right, catch you later. Bye-bye.